We're sitting on the most perfect beach in the world, and all we can think about is where. Where can I hook up my quantum? Digital pen part at work. Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS report. Who should we send it to first? Just a couple of people. The question is, who are they going to send it to? This podcast is brought to you by Search Engine Journal, and you're listening to Marketing Nerds. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Marketing Nerds. This is Kelsey Jones, Executive Editor at Search Engine Journal. And I'm excited to be joined today by Jim Banks. He's the Global Head of Biddable Media at Cheap Flights, and he was also a speaker with me at SCJ Summit London. Jim, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, Kelsey. Great to talk to you again. Yeah, I know. We had a blast in London. It was a great show. I loved it. it yeah, awesome. Great Good. fun. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about PPC since that's obviously your focus and we don't have a ton of PPC guests on yet on Marketing Nerds. So I'd love to hear first kind of your take on what it's like doing PPC for such a huge company because I know Cheap Flights is an international brand. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, um, you know, the, the, the thing with with it being a big company I mean when all said and done I mean you know the process that we go through would probably be the same regardless of whether we were big or small I mean it's it's very much a case of you need to define your objectives you know what your goals are going to be have sort of micro and, and um, macro goals that you want to achieve um, and then sort of execute your strategy on that basis so um, you know have good structure to everything um, obviously, for us, we work in in lots of different markets, so there's different peculiarities to each one of the markets. Um, and you know, I have a team of people that that focus on um, bringing out the best results in each of the markets that we operate in. Uh, but you know, but the, the principles of PPC are the same regardless of whether you're a small business or you know, somebody that's buying a lot of traffic like we are. Yeah, that's really interesting. I feel like. Um, it's a little intimidating sometimes when I talk to people from such big brands because I feel like they just have such a huge undertaking. But it makes me feel better to know that, you know, no matter how big the company, the process is pretty much the same. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've worked in um, in paid search for, well, ever since the beginning, really. And I was always, uh, it was always one of those situations where there would always be brands that had much bigger budgets than you had, mm -hmm, um, exactly. and you just you just you just had to kind of pick the battles that you wanted to kind of go into, really. So it was a case of not necessarily bidding on every single keyword you could think of, but just choose the ones that were either strategic or gave you the best return, and that that's kind of would would be the the, the kind of best basis to start with, really. Yeah, that kind of feeds into another question I wanted to ask you about the advice. If you have any advice for small businesses who want to do PPC, is that kind of just picking and choosing the best keywords to optimize for, is that really the best way to go about it? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the, the, the thing with, with small businesses, I mean, you know, um, I guess it really depends on whether you're you're kind of like uh, local, national, or global. Um, you know, I think if, if you're a, a sort of a, a small business that, that does things locally and you haven't done any PPC before, then you may want to, to look at sort of just starting off on a very, very small budget. Um, but but accept that that will come with limitations, right? Because mm -hmm. I think you know when when all said and done, there's definitely going to be a lot more keywords than maybe realistically you, you can afford at the outset. Um, and it's very much a case of 
you know, I would I would suggest to small businesses start off at a very very small budget, maybe you know ten fifteen dollars a day. You know, the beauty of PPC is it's one of those things you can scale it if you get success, and yeah. you can also stop it if stop it if you don't get success. So, you know, people don't need to be frightened of spending a lot of money and losing. It's just very much a case of, you know, um, if you set up the the kind of campaigns and you you track things through to a logical conversion, whether it's you know you're you're selling a product or you're looking to generate leads. You know, if you if you can kind of define what each one of those is worth to you, then you should know how much money you should spend to acquire them. Um, you know, and and again, I would just suggest to people that they start off small. So if you're looking for, to do lead generation, maybe one or two leads a day might be all you need to kind of start off with, and then you can kind of scale your business from there as you get success with it. Yeah, that's really good advice. Another thing I wanted to ask you about is I would assume that you know, since you have such a big presence, you have a lot of campaigns and data to kind of base your, you know, your next campaigns or the new ads you have, um, base your changes on the past performance. Do you think that having so much data helps you make better choices when it comes to PPC? Uh, I, th I think it definitely helps. Um, if, if you have that data, that's great. If you don't have that data, um, you know, I mean, Google, make a lot of information available through things like Google Trends. You can see, obviously, you know, seasonality. You can see at what point in time things pick up. So, like, we're coming up to the, the sort of the holiday season now. Um, you know, so if you're selling a seasonal product that might be for Thanksgiving or for Christmas or something like that, you'll be able to sort of see the, the spike at what, what point in time things will um, sort of take off. And I think the most important thing is to try and be in the auctions at the time when it's the most appropriate to do so. Yeah, so it could be, you know, you've got Black Friday and Cyber Monday coming up. Mm -hmm. You know, those are those are obviously very competitive um, uh, times to, to kind of buy traffic, but there's a, a lot of it and a lot of demand. Um, and I think if you can kind of look look more towards maybe the long tail, then there's clearly some opportunities that you can pick up some, some good sales, but probably quite cheaply. Yeah, that's true. And do you... Um, something else that I just popped in my head while I was talking, I hate it when that happens, interrupted my thoughts, but I, um, I just popped my head, you know, you mentioned Google Trends, um, besides using that and then your own data, like I mentioned, is it worthwhile to look at what your competitors are doing in the space, um, you know, investigating the kind of ads that you see them running on specific keywords? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, th I think, you know, um, I, I think a lot of the, the success that you can have will be trying to understand. It's probably 80% of what you do yourself mm -hmm. and how you position things and the ads you write and the landing pages you have and probably 20% what your competitors do, right? So it definitely helps if you understand who your competitors are, um, what their strategies are, because, again, a lot of them will have a very, very different strategy. I mean, I find that, that in, in a lot of um, the auctions, you have these sort of like kamikaze uh, bidders that just want to kind of bid the bid to the be in the number one position, yeah. regardless of what it costs, and they throw the whole you know what's my ROI out the window. And I've I've always sort of maintained that you know to try and win in those auctions when you have two people that are just you know determined to kind of throw each other off, off the end of a cliff, it's just <laughs> pointless. Yeah, you just you should just leave them to get on with it, and then eventually both of them will run out of money, and then you could pick up the um, you know the top prize in the auction at that point. Yeah, that's good advice, especially in a competitive industry like travel. Um, 
I now I haven't done a ton of PPC. I used to work in an agency and I did it a lot more then. But when I was learning, the person who told me was saying that you know, sometimes it's best not to try to get the number one position, that maybe you might actually get more clicks if you're on the sidebar ads rather than at the top. What's Do you have any preference on that or any tips? Yeah, I mean, the, the, one, the one thing I would say right at this particular moment in time, Kelsey, is, is, you know, I think Google came out with some stats recently to say that in a lot of the countries that they operate in, mobile is now more than 50% of the traffic, right? Mm -hmm, and yeah. I think I think, I think, think when you look at it, I mean, obviously on a mobile device, there is no sidebar. And I think what you tend to find now is that most of the, the, um, the content that's above the fold is paid ads, right? Yeah. And generally speaking, what you have is you have two ads that appear above the fold. So if you want traffic from mobile devices, and I would definitely suggest that every advertiser needs to have some form of strategy for mobile, then you know what you need to be looking at is what do I need to kind of be doing to ensure that I'm in those top two positions? Because you know the, uh, the, the the whole adage of the the how do you kind of uh, put your business put yourself out of business be on page two of Google that applies more so in in, in mobile terms because really nobody goes to page two on um, on you know search results because. You know, it's by then they're several scrolls down the page with their mm -hmm. thumb, and it's you know they they've like they they get bored and they yeah. they just want to move on. So um, yeah, definitely mobile is is the mobile auction is very very different. Um, and obviously on the desktop now you have a lot more site links, so you'll have um, a lot more real estate taken up with um, you know things that are over and above your normal PPC ads, right? So I, I definitely think the the thing of the importance of the position yes if you can be in the top two positions then you can have more real estate so you can have things like reviews and ratings and call out extensions all those sorts of things will help immensely in your overall results um but it also drives your your competitors down to, to the sort of sidebar and below so um it it can be definitely worthwhile to um to be in those top two positions Sorry, it's a bit of a a bit of a, a kind of tangential way to get to uh, to the answer to the question. No, that's helpful, and that shows you how long it's been since I really have done PPC. Because when I did it before, even you know five years ago, we P mobile wasn't even on our radar, and so it's really fascinating to me to see how mobile has evolved. And you know, if you think about it. Anything a customer's looking for, they're likely going to look for on their mobile phone. You know, if it's a local business, they're of course going to look for it on their mobile phone because maybe they're driving around trying to find something. Um, yeah. Online shopping. I mean, um, I, yeah, I was sorry to oh, okay. interrupt. I mean, I mean, you know, Google are talking a lot about these, like they call them micro moments, right? And really that context is really, really important. You know, so if you look at, you know, most people between say six in the morning and nine in the morning are on a mobile phone because they're making their way to work, right? Once they're at work, they could be either on a mobile because they're kind of out and about, maybe having a coffee break or something, um, or they could be on a desktop or a tablet, right? Then you have lunchtime, people back on mobiles, you know, and then in the evenings they're on on sort of mobiles and, and usually there's multiple devices right so they might be watching tv and they're also kind of doing stuff on a phone so it's really understanding those those moments and what context of, of the devices that people are on and you know make sure that your ads reflect 
that, right? So, you know, if you know that the majority of your audience is going to be on a mobile, then you should adjust your bids to reflect that. Um, but also to kind of look at the um, the actual ad copy that you use to try and talk to them on a mobile rather than talk to them on a desktop. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I know you can segment ads by device, right? Correct, yeah. So then does the language that you use in the ads, does that change based on what device you're running the campaign for? Yeah, I mean, the, the, I think, the, you know, some of the, the cool things that have happened now, I mean, uh, uh, there's a lot more stuff that people that big advertisers are doing with regards to um you know like weather-based stuff but also time of day so you can have like one ad that can run and depending on what time of day it can say here's this morning special offers here's the offers at lunchtime here's the offers in the evening um you know and also at the weekend right so rather than having to kind of have lots of different ads and you have them on and off and you keep having to switch them on and off you can all you can do most of that dynamically now um, you know, so it's, it's, they, they, all of the, the search engines that do PPC are really trying to make it super easy for advertisers to, um, to have a presence. And I think it's, it's great. Yeah. I think it makes it a lot less intimidating because I feel like a, a small businesses, especially, or, um, you know, businesses that are growing, but want to get into PPC, it can kind of seem overwhelming because there's just so many different cool things you can do. So Making it easy for advertisers would definitely help. Yeah, and and you know, this, this, I mean, I talked a fair bit about Google, but really, you know, Bing have got a good presence now. Yahoo in the states have got a very very good presence. Um, you know, um, I think when you look at it, there's a lot more native advertising now, which is is being sort of bought on an auction basis. Um, so yeah, so it's it's. It's definitely a, a constantly moving environment and trying to keep up with it is, you know, I mean, even for us, it's like really, really difficult. We do it yeah. like all day, all day, every day. And it's, <laughs> you know, it's constantly changing. So, yeah, and, and, but, you know, but, but if he, with each one of those changes, it's an opportunity, right? But it's also a threat. So it's just really trying to understand this is changing and is this something that we can capitalize on or is it something that we need to be um, more defensive of? Yeah, and when it comes to those changes, you know, I think a lot of companies kind of reach this point where they have to decide whether or not to have an agency do their PPC or have maybe a dedicated employee do it instead of just the marketing department as a whole trying to take it on. When do you think it makes sense for a company to either outsource or hire a dedicated employee to do PPC? Um, I, I think... Um... I mean, I'm kind of like a bit conflicted because, I mean, I used to run a pay search agency, right? And now I'm in-house, right? So when you run an agency, I would always say, yeah, you definitely have to use an agency because it's good. And now that I'm in-house, I would say you definitely need to do everything in-house and not use an agency. <laughs> yeah. I think it's very, much, it's very much a case of, I don't think there's a right or a wrong answer to that question. I think it's very much a case of you need to look at it on a business by business basis I think, you know, the benefits of using an agency is some of those cool things that come out, right? You will never, if, you, if you're running a, a small team internally, you will never, ever learn as much as an agency will. I mean, agencies get invited to, you know, um, participate in, in betas that are coming out, new things that, that kind of Google and Bing come out with. They get lots of, um, you know, information, education, training, um, which small businesses just wouldn't get, right? So there is, there is definitely a, a, a benefit of using an agency in that regard, right? 
but at the same time, you know, if you use an agency, they don't necessarily know your business and understand the the internal mechanisms of your business. I mean, we're a, we're a, a very multi-channel business um, ourselves, and we need to make sure that all of the the kind of channels within the business play nicely. And if you have lots and lots of different agencies working on different channels within the business, it can it could get very very complicated if that's what you ended up with as a, as your situation. So. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it. Like I said, I don't think there's a right or a wrong answer to the question as to use an agency or or have it in house. I think you know, if if you're spending, you know, five figures a month and more, it definitely would make sense to try and have some dedicated resource internally. Um, but you know, there, there's no kind of hard and fast rule as to kind of what the the return would be. Yeah, it probably just depends on each specific business and. You know, if if they want to try to take it on, or if they'd rather just have somebody else do it, it probably is just a case by case basis, like you said. And I think volume too, like you said, makes a big difference. I mean, if you are already running, you know, tens of thousands of dollars worth of PPC every month, then it probably would help cost wise to have one dedicated employee or a team do it, rather than have an agency do it. Yeah, I mean, the the, the plus side of using an agency is they should have cover all the time. Whereas if you have an employee and that employee is on holiday for two weeks, then, you know, your campaigns are not going to be managed while that person's away or if they're sick or something like that. So, um, you know, Good that's point. when it's, it's, it's helpful to have, you know, contingency plans in place if you can. Right. But I think, I think what tends to happen is a lot of people are maybe small business owners. They run their own PPC themselves. Right. And, and when all said and done, I mean, if they're running a, you know, um, a, a store, right? They want to be selling their products, and obviously PPC can help them sell their products. That's great. What then happens is they start selling the products. They 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 got sales coming in. They then go to fulfill the pro the sales, and they take their eye off their PPC campaigns, and they <laughs> start seeing sales fall. Right. So it's important to have that continuity, and I think that's where potentially an agency for a small business could be beneficial. Yeah, um, that's a really good point. Uh, for for a company that um, wants to kind of take it on or a consultant who wants to help small businesses do PPC, both sides of the coin, uh, what are your favorite you know resources? Are there any blogs, websites, books, or tools that you guys use at Cheap Flights um, for PPC? Yeah, I mean, we, we use like, like a, a fair number of tools. I mean, we use a tool called Optimizer. Um, that helps us to kind of use an, an element of automation, but also, um, you know, uh, we, we can be more efficient in the way we manage multiple accounts. Um, we use a tool called What Runs Where, which gives us the ability to understand what our competitors are doing, both in text ads, but also in display and mobile. Um, let me see what else do we use. Uh, we use something called AdBeat, which which gives us more depth in in terms of what's going on. But we can also see for things like the Google Display Network, uh, specifically which sites uh, advertisers are advertising on. But also um, for us, if we want to kind of try and identify publishers that we should target, you know, specific ads that we're running, we can kind of find those publishers that maybe some of our competitors are targeting. Um, and then obviously in terms of like reading, I mean, I, I I've, I've learned a lot about PPC by just doing, and that's great. I mean, I've, I've made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. I probably made more mistakes than most people. Um, but I also uh, read a lot of blogs. I think the the, um, the Google 
the Google blog has huge amounts of information, but, but they're not very good at, at sort of making it readily available. Like they don't announce the fact that they put stuff out there. Yeah. They, they didn't used to. They're getting better, but, 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 you know, Google constantly update their products and they put out releases about it. But, you know, more often than not, it's almost like a, oh, there's a new feature there, right? And and certainly for me, there's there's a lot of, um, you know, really, really good uh, bloggers in the industry who write about it. And quite often, they're the people that I will, you know, hear about new things from if I'm not invited to take part in the beta because, um, you know, because of the amount of money that we spend. Um, and, and obviously, places like, you know, Search Engine Journal, obviously, they have, um, you know, Yay. some good, some, some great writers that, that kind of talk about um, PPC and so on. But, you know, for me, the... The, the PPC in, in and of itself is the, the way it used to be. It's it's changed beyond all recognition now. I mean, I know it's yeah. still called Google AdWords. I, I know it's still called Google AdWords, but really, it's about six products in one. You know, it's almost like a Swiss Army knife of um, of, of advertising. Yeah, it's just really grown and changed. And I think you have a good point saying that you learn best by doing, especially since there's so many changes with PPC. It feels like almost on a monthly basis. I'm reading new articles from contributors and they're mentioning things that I didn't even know were a possibility. So it's really fascinating. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you've heard of this, this thing called a first mover advantage. I mean, some of the things that we've been able to, to utilize when I, when I ran my agency, some of the things we were able to do for our clients because we basically got in first when something came out made a huge difference to the results of, of those campaigns that we ran. Um, but obviously, eventually, everyone catches up, and then you need to kind of go. Well, what do I need to do to to kind of take things to the next level? And sometimes it could be you revert things back to what they were before because everyone's learned this new way of doing things, and the old way is the better way to do it at that point. Um, or, or there'll be new things that kind of come out, right? And, and again, you need to evaluate each one of them on a kind of case by case basis. So. You know, there's lots of these new uh, site link extensions that come out, um, and some of them are great, and some of them are not so great. Some of them don't move the needle at all. And I think for us, I mean, obviously, we've had the opportunity to kind of try try virtually all of them, and and you know, we know the ones that make a difference and the ones that don't. So, you know, I think Google would say best practices, yeah, put put everything in. But for us, if your average position is below, say, four, you know, in an auction, you're you know, putting in site links, you're rarely going to show, you know, any of the site links that they suggest. And that's just a waste of time, really, to do that. Yeah, that's um, really interesting insight into how you evaluate whether campaigns are working or not. And that's something I want to ask you about before we wrap up. How long does Cheap Flights run campaigns before determining that they're working or not, or they need to be tweaked? Um, well, that's a, that's a, again, that's a really, really good question. I mean, I, I think in some respects it's almost like, uh, because, because I've been doing paid search for so long, you, you almost like have a gut instinct of when you should kind of throw the towel in on something. Um, I mean, for me, I, I don't ever think there's such a thing as a bad keyword. I just think there's like poor, poor strategy, right? Okay. You know, uh, and it's very much a case of, you know, just trying to understand you know, what the context of that keyword is or, you know, again, a, a lot of the, the stuff that we're doing now isn't necessarily keyword-based. It's more interest-based, affinity-based. Um, you know, it's all about demographics and psychographics. Uh, so, you know, there's, there's a lot more to it than, you know, the, the, the way things used to be. And that 
probably then uh, puts more complexity into how long you should run a campaign before you say, well, enough's enough. Yeah. Um, we, we try we try to either throw a dollar amount at it or a, an amount of traffic at it before we say, okay, that's that's clearly not working. We need to do something different. Yeah, that's I not to say we stop we stop the campaign. We just do something different to try and make it work. Yeah, and that's eventually what I was we get say. to the point where it works. It sounds like you feel like every campaign could be tweaked enough to be successful if yeah. you change the strategy. But and maybe, maybe that's a bad thing. Maybe I should just throw the towel <laughs> and just quit. But, you know, I just don't like quitting, so um, so I tend not to. No, you seem to – you guys seem to be, you know, really popular um, coming in the States and I'm sure in other countries too. I mean, I, have, I had heard of and used cheap flights before I met you, so – you must be doing something right. That's good. I'm glad you. I'm <laughs> glad you have, and and hopefully more people will do it after listening to this podcast. Of course. Well, Jim, it's thanks. A, it's a great company. Yes, I know. It's a really cool website. Um, thank you so much for joining Marketing Nerds today to talk about PPC and your work with cheap flights. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Kelsey. Until next time. This Marketing Nerds podcast has been brought to you by Search Engine Journal. For more news, interviews, and how-to guides from marketing experts from around the world, visit us at searchenginejournal.com.